Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to The Favorites. I am Jeff Schwartz. This is The Parlay Show. Chad Millman is out this week, and alongside me, as usual, Paula Duca. And when Chad is out, our favorite person in the world, Black Jack Fletcher. All right, we're talking a little bit off the air. And, Paulie, I feel like you have some grievances to air about the way things went this past weekend. See Black Jack laughing already? I, you you accused me before of, of the guy who laughs while you're talking, so I'm trying to be respectful of your of your sadness right now, but I will probably be, be laughing quite soon. True. Um, <laughs> rough rough day yesterday. Uh, wake up this morning. You guys are both on professional podcast equipment. My antenna just been it's been literally been sitting here. I don't have a cat. I don't have a dog. I have nothing. The antenna breaks. And now I'm on phone. I have nothing. Okay. I have nothing. I, I literally have nothing. I need Mark Ingram to go two feet. I need Carson Wentz to stop throwing the ball to the mascot. That's all I needed is two more points from them. And I need Matt Ryan to hop out of a woman's clothing's clothing and actually man up one time and win a game at home. That's all, that's all I'm asking for. That's all I'm asking for. His name, him... That guy even having a nickname now is embarrassing. He's a fucking joke. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh. Hot start. How was your how was your weekend, Blackjack? Ah, it wasn't too bad. I uh, did okay on Saturday. Yesterday, you know, the Vikings game really uh Really was a tough one to swallow. Big game Kirk Cousins showed up as usual um, and got swallowed alive by the Bears. So uh, that hurt. That hurt because I was very high on the Vikings. But uh, other than that, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad weekend. Four and 12 Cousins is in prime time football games. And some of those wins are against like the Giants last year and the Raiders last year and the Cowboys last year yeah. that were not any good. And I think that overvalued maybe him. And, and you're right. But it was weird. I had I had plus three last night on the Vikings. They could have I could have gotten a push, which would have been a miracle push, quite honestly, because they didn't play well the entire night. But before we get to to our show, which is a nine team parlay that we will preview next week, we, we got to talk about the game tonight. This is we, we we record this on Monday morning. We we appreciate everyone who listens throughout the week, uh, but let's talk a little bit about tonight. If you're listening to um, for uh, this morning, I should say, getting ready for the game tonight in the Coliseum, Chiefs and Rams. 
I personally love the Chiefs at plus three here. Uh, it's not that I'm a Chiefs homer. My brother plays for the Chiefs. I'll throw it out there. I think the Rams defense is not very good. Well, I know they're not very good. They're aver- they're allowing 27 points a game over their last uh, their last seven games. But really, the stat that is important to us on this show, gambling show, we know this: good teams cover great. Excuse me, good teams win. Great teams cover. The Rams are a great team. They're one five and one against the spread. Their last seven games. I get the Chiefs tonight with all these points. He's going to be scoring this game and, and, and plus the three. I love this play. Uh, Blackjack, what's your favorite bet tonight? I mean, it's hard to disagree with you, Jeff. I think Kansas City is the better team here. I think they're better positioned to win this game. Um, the defense for Kansas City has been getting better as the year goes on. It's been the opposite for the Rams, especially with the loss of Tlaib. I'm going to tell you what, though, Jeff. I'm going to get a little crazy tonight. And I'm going to take Kansas City on the money line at plus 150 at a lot of books. All right, I like the Chiefs outright in this game. Keep the points. Don't want them. Don't need them. Plus 150, Kansas City. Paulie, yeah, I, can't, I can't argue with both of you guys. I, I think they're both good plays. I, if I had a play tonight, I'd probably play Gurley over the yardage. Yes. Because I think that, that's the way McVay's got to play this game. I know he, he's shifty and he likes his – he's going to have his trick plays. And listen, they got all their weapons too, but – he one Achilles heel for the Chiefs is they, they have trouble stopping the run at times. So I, I would go over the yardage with Gurley because I think they're going to have to give the ball to him a lot. And they got to take the Chiefs offense off the field. You know? Agreed. I am 100% agree with you. So if you're listening today, place those bets. Good luck at winning those. But the point of this show is to take a look at the line's Ahead in front of us for this week of, of football, we make three picks each. So we parlay them together for one massive parlay. We can win 20000 if we put down $20 each. And we have a fantastic amount of games today. We have, excuse me, this week, I should say, we have college football the entire week. We have three NFL games on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all our parlay. This past week did not hit. We are still over the season. We went three and four with one game postponed, which is the one that, that I had picked Cal and Stanford. I still love Cal when that game eventually gets played December 1st. And then one, uh, one that's, um, it's not, I guess it's off our board, but, but that was the Chiefs game. I like the Chiefs at plus two and a half with a venue change. All right. I'll get into this first. I'm going to start with some college football, the Pac 12 conference, a conference that I know well, that Paulie knows well. And I'm going with the Washington State Cougars minus three and a half against the Washington Huskies, the Apple Cup on Friday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. This is for all the Marlboros. Washington State wins this game. They win the Pac-12 North against their rival. They'll be 11-1. and They'll play Utah again in the Pac-12 championship game, and they have an outside shot to still be in the college football playoff. But there's many reasons why I like this. Gardner Minshew, by the way, threw for seven touchdowns on Saturday night against the Arizona, Car- excuse me, Arizona Wildcats. They had 55 points at halftime. Uh, he is completing... 65, 68% of passes, got over 4,000 yards. Um, he's attempted almost 600 passes, right? They play that air raid offense. But I'll tell you why I love Washington State here. It's their defense, guys. I know that we focus a lot on, on the air raid as we should, but how about this? If you had to guess, guys, I'll let you guys guess, how many points Washington State is allowing in the fourth quarter of games this year? How many points do you think that is? Blackjack, what do you think? 6.8. Paulie, what do you think? I'm going to say like nine point something. 3.2. 3.2 points a game in the fourth quarter. And this is, by the way, with them leading a lot of football games and, you know, just putting backups in and whatnot. You know, they're, they, they allowed like 
27 points to Oregon in the fourth quarter, but the third quarter allowed none in the fourth quarter. Uh, they played Cal recently, allowed, I think, three points in the fourth quarter. They allowed zero points to Arizona. They're up like 68 to, to nothing, 68-14 in the fourth quarter, allowed zero points this week to the Arizona team that had to score, obviously, in the fourth quarter. So I like them because I think their defense strangles teams. Plus, lastly, Gardner Minshew, their quarterback in the fourth quarter football games, is like number one in completions, percentage, touchdowns, Big plays first, all this crazy stuff. So give me Washington State minus three and a half. I like it. I mean, I, I do. I think Washington's getting overvalued here just because they're Washington and they're having not having the season that they're having. Listen, I I played Arizona this week because uh, I thought uh, someone had them rolling a little bit, and I mean, the game was they scored thirty five points in the second quarter. Yeah. Washington State, <laughs> and you're right. I think a lot of people think. They have the least, by the way, they have the least rushing yards in the nation, if anybody wants to know that. That's it. But, but you're right. The they, their defense is dominating, dominating more than people think. And Minshew's been unbelievable. A lot of people don't realize he chose Washington State over Alabama. Um, or he left Alabama, I mean, because he knew he wasn't going to get any playing time. The kid's the real deal. And I just think now that they are head, heads and shoulders have proven that they're the best team in the Pac-12. And I know it's a rivalry and it might stay close, but I just think that they're the best team, you know? Yeah, I, I'm with you here, Jeff. I, I think that the Huskies are a team that came into this season, obviously, with playoff uh, yeah. hopes. And once those hopes got dashed, I, I, it's been a different team. I think that they're disappointed. It shows Washington State still has a very outside chance of making it in. But even if they don't, just winning the Pac-12 would be a big accomplishment for that team. I like it. Paulie, you're up, my friend. All right, let's go Turkey Day, right? we yeah. got to have some action on Turkey Day. Okay, I was just talking a little bit of you know smack about him, but I'm going to bet him. Yeah, Matthew Stafford plus three and a half, the Detroit Lions, at home against the Bears. I'm tired of the phony Bears. they got one player on defense who is basically winning games single-handedly. I know Trubinsky... He made a couple really, really sketchy throws towards the end of that game that could have been picked. Minnesota could have got back in that game. Tariq Cohen, they got these two little guys that are running around the field. I get it. But I think the party is finally going to be over. And you're getting three and a half points. The line went for two to three and a half. You jump on it right now, and you're getting the Lions at home. Um, I just think it's time for the Bears to... They're going to come down to earth a little bit, and Mitch Trubisky. This is, this run's going to be over here, so I'll take the points and the lines at home. Go ahead, Blackjack. I, I can hear you, Paulie. I don't know, man. I don't like this one bit. I, I mean, this is. Listen, I I was on the Vikings last night, but to say this Bears defense is one guy that that's not accurate, man. This defense is flying around the field. And you, you refer to Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard as those two little guys. Well, sorry, I uh, mean, Jordan Howard doesn't really play the, anymore. Their really. their offense has been listen. It's not great, but it's been a, it's been capable enough. And the Lions, I mean, shit, the Lions are as up and down a team as you find in the NFL. I mean, you don't know what you're getting week in and week out. Now they're on a short week against one of the best defenses in football. I don't know, man. I, I this you couldn't find three better games than this, Paulie. <laughs> This is one of your top three games of the week? I'm telling you that the Chicago Bears are the phoniest team in the NFL. You Holy, heard right that's here. crazy. They're the phoniest so, team in the NFL. We found that out with the Carolina Panthers. They have not played anybody. They have not played anybody, the Bears. They're the phoniest team in the NFL. So now they're going to go traditional. It's always in Detroit, traditionally um, on Thanksgiving Day. And I'm going to get three and a half points. 
I have to take the three and a half points. I'm not laying the three and a half points on the uh, on the road with the Bears. This is not, not happening. So the first time they met, it was 34-22. The Bears won. The Lions scored a lot of late points to make that game close. The reason why I'll give you the the reason why I can ride with this one. I know you're not a big fan of this one, Blackjack. Is Matthew Stafford is really good when it comes to the end of games, like just scoring a touchdown to cover. I think the three and a half that that hook there is important in this game. I don't. You won't need the hook. Do you think they win outright? Do you think they win? They're going to win that game. I'm telling you right now. Uh, if you look at what the Bears and what they played and the combined record of the, of the opponents they have played, um, okay, prove it to me when they come out. They're playing the Lions again, four and eight. Like they're playing, they're not playing anybody. But I will take the three and a half points on the short week on Thanksgiving, where it happens every time. It, 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 it's a, a game that's a traditional game. And I will take the points at home all day long. All right, I'm inclined to, to let this one ride. I know Blackjack's so angry I because this can't be one of your three best bets of the week, Paul. We're trying to cash a nine-team parlay. You should be taking the three best games. This is not one of the three best games. Well, you know what, Blackjack? I took Baltimore before Joe Flacco decided he didn't want to play. They wanted to sign. They wanted to start the, the Tim Tebow times two, Lamar Jackson. So. What's your point? My point is I'm sticking to it. That's it. Lions. Book it. Can I get the ching again? Thank you. Christ. (laughs) All right. Blackjack. (laughs) Go ahead, buddy. I'm going to stick with... Is is the bottom of your mustache singed? I'm I'm annoyed, Paul. I'm annoyed because, you know what? I want to cash one of these when Chad's not here so I can rub it in his face, and you're making it really difficult. How about Millman? He, like... We were we were two and zero, and he goes, "Hey guys, two and zero. Did anybody play it?" Soon as he said two and zero, our next team lost. Like he mushed it. That's what he said. does. Yeah. All right. For for my first pick, I'm going to stick with Thanksgiving football. I'm going to look at the Redskins and the Cowboys. Cowboys are seven and a half point favorites here. I'm taking the Redskins. This is overvaluing the Cowboys. They're off two wins. Good for them. That's nice. The Redskins obviously lose Alex Smith in a horrific fashion, which. I unfortunately predicted on last Friday's episode of The Favorites when I said that I didn't think he'd make it out alive. Um, I think Colt McCoy can be serviceable in a short week here. Uh, Seven and a half points is too much. The Redskins do play really solid run defense. I think they're going to make life hard for Zeke Elliott and the Cowboys. I don't think Colt McCoy long-term is going to be very good for them, but I think in a short week here against Dallas, the first time out, seven and a half points, I'm taking the points. Look, as soon as Alex went out, by the way, Colt McCoy scored two touchdowns. And, yeah. the, and the Redskins offense had done nothing all game. And part of that was Alex Smith throwing an interception um, in you know a pick six for a 101-yard return. So Colt McCoy has been this offense for a while now. It's an offense that you can get by with an efficient quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of points in this game. I don't necessarily trust Dallas's defense. Uh, excuse me, no, I trust their defense. I'm sorry, Dallas's offense. The thing about this, too, is... I think Washington, the first game typically with a new quarterback in there, a, a decent quarterback, you kind of get a boost. We yeah. saw with Brock Osweiler Agreed. this year. We've seen it around the NFL with a first game. Now, not, not, not the, you know, not the second game or to your point, not third game. The first game on a short week. I like it. A lot of points here. Uh, seems rather ridiculous to have all these points on the Cowboys. All right. My next pick. I'm going to stay on Thursday. We have, we'll do all three of these games right here. Atlanta plus 13 in New Orleans. That's where, that, that line is, is – oh, boy, it's crazy. Look, look, look at the history of, of this series, okay? 
it's been a six-point game, a 10-point game, a three-point game, a six-point game, one game that's 13 points, then three points, 10 points. It's This is a series where the games are close. It doesn't matter how good or bad these teams are, have been. These teams know each other like the back of their hand. They're both inside. On a short week, I just I, 13 points to me is absolutely outrageous. I know the Saints are playing really high right now, and it's tough to, to bet against them. But it feels like way, way too many points to in any football game, let alone division rivals on a short week in a game that is inside. So it does help Atlanta as well. Um, I know the season seems like it's over, but again, same with the point about the Cowboys and the Redskins. It's a division game, man. These teams hate each other. They're going to want to play hard. They're going to want to score a lot of points. I think 13 points is way too many points. You might want to take this blackjack because I'm jaded with Matt Ryan and Sanu and Julio Jones and all those weapons, (laughs) and they went 0 for 7 in the red zone yesterday. So go ahead, take this one. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you're basing this off of yesterday's performances, you'd say Jeff's outside of his mind. But I think he's right. Um you know, this is a divisional game. These games tend to be closer games. It is a short week, again, which factors into it. Also, I, I think that being at home for a holiday game can sometimes be a little bit of a distraction, right? Because you've got family, you've got a lot of stuff going on. The Falcons are on the road. It's more of a of a standard environment for Atlanta. Yeah. 13 points is just... I'm sorry, I can't lay points. 13 <laughs> points against a team that's got Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley... And Matt Ryan, Paul Leduca's favorite NFC South quarterback. I can't do it. Uh, I'm I'm good with this, Jeff. Yeah, I just I, I I just like I know it's tough to bet the Falcons, like you're right, Paul, after this, but I, I just I thirteen this would be a monumental I mean, this is it's a lot of points. All right. Paulie, your second pick, buddy, you're up. I don't even know if I want to pick my second pick after looking at that. <laughs> Paul is Paulie is is hot today. Michigan Wolverines by 108 over the Ohio State Buckeyes. I cannot take the Ohio State Buckeyes. I can't take Urban Meyer winning all these games. I had Maryland. I can't believe. Why are these coaches? I I know they're going for two. They're going for the win. They should just kick the extra point. Ohio State is not the same team. They're a passing team. They cannot run the football. Michigan was looking forward. Um, they just squeaked by Indiana, although they, they stretched out there towards the end. But I, I, I literally been waiting for this game. I am punching it in. I swear, I just the Wolverines are such a better team than Ohio State. And the fact that they put the line only up at three or four scares me a tiny bit. But I'm just I'm done. I'm done seeing Urban Meyer win these games and, and, and how they win them too is just it's un- unbelievable how Ohio State came back. And was able to tie that game. It's just not happening this week. Michigan is ten times better football team. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I mean, listen, Paulie, I I am with you, and I probably will bet Michigan here. But doesn't this just feel like the spot that Ohio State crushes Michigan's dreams every single season? Like, doesn't this feel like where Urban Meyer comes out and he, Jim Harbaugh just can't get over that hump? Like, I, I I'm with you. Michigan's the I, better I team. My but, problem is when Maryland puts thirty eight up on you, and then. Purdue puts 500 yards up on you. It's been week after week. It's like leak after leak. I get it. I get what you're saying. But, like, I think this is just a different team. They just keep leaking and leaking and leaking. And they give a big play after. They were never in that game. They never had the lead in that game against Maryland. So, is Maryland even a, you know, yeah, until the end. I mean, basically. 
I know, I mean, but Michigan has had some of these games where they struggle. I mean, you know, the game against Indiana last week, that wasn't a great performance by them. Well, you got to understand, Indiana was trying to get a bowl eligible. They got one more game now. They got Purdue at home. So they were trying to fight a little bit. They got one more game. They got Purdue at home that would get bowl eligible or a couple games. So I don't know. I just think that Michigan's such a better team. So here's why I, I like this pick. Um, so Michigan is only allowing 13 points a game, right? And I agree with you, Blackjack. Well, I mean, it's true, right, that, that in the past, Harbaugh's teams, Michigan teams, have not risen up to the occasion against Ohio State and Michigan State. However, I think this year is different. And, and some of these games have been at home. But when they when they are kind of up against the best, they played the best, right? 38-13 against Wisconsin, victory. At Michigan State the following week, wins 21 to 7. Then they go to Penn State off a bye. I mean, Penn State comes to them after off a bye. They win 42 to 7. They're just suffocating teams right now. And Ohio State is a team that feels very dysfunctional. Have you seen Urban Meyer on the sidelines after plays? Like he is like bent over on the sidelines in like agony and he looks in pain all the time mm-hmm. and his teams can't stop anyone on defense offensively. While Haskins has played well, they just don't seem to be in a great rhythm. Yes, they, they put up points in big chunks at times, but Michigan will limit, in my opinion, those big chunk plays. And first time, by the way, that Ohio State has not been favored in 51 games. So it's a big occasion, in my opinion, when they're not favored. But I do have a little bit of trepidation because I think, Paul, you're right. The line feels a little fishy to me, um, uh, kind of where it's sitting right now. But I think this is Michigan's year. I really do. They've overcome the demons this year. They kind of has played Harbaugh. And I think their defense just suffocates Ohio State's offense, I should say. You see the way Urban Meyer acts on the sideline? That's what I was acting yesterday. Watching <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, Urban Meyer may be getting close to having another health issue or needing to so. spend time with his family. I, oh, um, he's, this is it. This is his yeah. I think there's – because if they, don't, if they don't go ahead and try to snag themselves like a Luke Fickle or Matt Campbell now, he, they'll be gone somewhere else next year. And I think that Ohio State's not going to want to do that. I think Urban seems like he's at the end um, – I just their defense is so bad, so bad. And Michigan's offensive line is playing well right now. I like I, I like this pick. All right, Blackjack, I believe it's your turn, buddy. Schwartzy, before we get to our next pick, brother, I got to give everyone a little bonus pick here. I've got a new app on my phone that I have been using every day, making moves left and right on that our listeners need to know about. It's called Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They make financial services work for everybody, not just the rich people like you and Polly. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers like myself to invest for the first time and have confidence in what you're doing. It's a simple, intuitive, clear design with their data presented in an easy-to-digest way. The best part of the Robinhood app is that other brokerages will charge you up to $10 for every trade you make, Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees on trading stocks. You keep all of your profits. It's also an easy app to use. It teaches you how to invest as you build your portfolio. You can discover new stocks and track your favorite companies with a personalized news feed. You can even get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. And the best part about this, listen close. Even if you haven't listened to anything else I said, listen to this. Because Robinhood right now is giving our listeners a free stock like Apple, 
Ford, Sprint, the real blue chippers, baby. They're giving you one for free when you sign up to help build your portfolio. Sign up like I did at favorites.robinhood.com. That's favorites.robinhood.com. Yeah, brother, I'm sticking with college football. I'm going to uh, Saturday afternoon. Obviously, rivalry weekend in college football. we got a lot of in-state games going on, and I'm going to take a look at the Tar Heel State. We've got NC State visiting UNC. I am taking the Wolfpack minus six against the Tar Heels. I think this number should be bigger, man. I mean, NC State, six and three on the year. Uh, two of those losses to Syracuse and Clemson, two very good teams. Um, UNC's been a mess. They've been a mess all season. I mean, this team has not been able to get anything going. The, you, you look at them, and they have just... They've been atrocious this year, man. And I don't care that the game is in Chapel Hill. Six points to me. This game should be at least ten. I, I'm I'm laying the, the six with the Wolfpack. The Wolfpack have been outside of the Clemson game. I think they've been a, a pretty solid team. They have they have Finley, obviously quarterback. I believe is that his name Finley, mm-hmm. the quarterback um, who's who's a pro prospect. UNC's bad. I mean, they, their coach is going to get fired most likely. They've been they're young and injured. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I'm I'm good with this, Paul. I like. I mean, I, I do. I, UNC's they got a really inconsistent young quarterback. They're a young team, all you know, their whole team. And uh, North Carolina State got bowlable last week, but they're they're a pretty solid team. Um, and then get to seven wins, and that'd be a nice little uh, year for them, and get them to a nice little bowl game. Sometimes when you're like, you got two wins, I, you would know more Schwartz. You like at the end of the year, like you never played on bad. College teams like yeah, I put a couple playing, like a bad team. You're like two and eight, and like in the last game of the year, you want to just go home. Yeah, well, you do. You just want to go. Home. I, I'm uh, yes. You just want to go home. That's a hundred percent accurate. And especially when your coach is getting fired, <laughs> like it's you just like uh, I'm. Um, all right, I got I got one more pick as we as we barrel down to the last picks. There are so many plays here that I want to make, and a lot of them are are super square, and I don't care. Like Alabama's going to destroy Auburn. I'm not going to bet that game. It's too many too many points. Memphis, by the way, Friday night when that line posts, they are going to destroy Houston. Houston's without their quarterback. I think it like posted. That. that was going to be one of my plays. I think it posted. It's posted now. Okay, I if thought you can, it was okay. posted. I thought Fi- Memphis was favorite. If you find the line somewhere, then please, an Action Network app, it is, it is not showing that it's been posted. Um, I'm going to go here with the Oklahoma Sooners, plus one, in Morgantown, I guess West Virginia. I just, this year, man, West Virginia, outside of, outside of the game against Texas, has been really bad in the second half of football games. Like, atrociously bad in the second half of football games. Their season was basically just ended um, uh, on Saturday by Oklahoma State. And again, it ended because they were awful in the second half of a football game, right? They had 10 points total in the second half of this game. You look at the game before that against TCU. Yeah, they had a little bit more in that game. They scored 24 in the first half. They actually scored more in the second half, which is very rare uh, of them. In the Texas game as well, only 15 points in the second half after scoring 27 in the first half. I, I, I can go down the list, right? At Iowa State, zero points in the second half. They played Kansas, right? They only scored uh, they scored less points in the second half than they scored in the first half. There's not a good second-half football team. Um, seven points on the road against Texas Tech, right? I mean, just going down the list. They're not very good in the second half of games. On the flip side, 
I think Oklahoma has an offensive line that might be one of the best in the country this year. They put up points. They maul you. Their defense is very suspect. I very much worry about them. But I don't think Oklahoma, uh, excuse me, I don't think West Virginia will be able to stop them at all. West Virginia's problem on defense, and they're they're in the bottom maybe bottom third, even probably worse. So I think they were 112 coming into this weekend is, is against the pass. They cannot guard wide receivers. They cannot stop the pass. So give me Oklahoma to win this game out basically outright. I guess once Virginia. It's going to be a barn burner. I mean, this is a good game. Uh, oh, this is a tough one. Blackjack, what do you think? It's hard for me, Paulie, because I've been so high on the Mountaineers this year. I love what Will Greer's done there. But um, this isn't a the game West Virginia wins. I mean, this just isn't a game they win. Uh, they, they've stumbled a, a couple of times now this year. And really, I mean, they, they could have had a shot at a playoff berth, and they've, they've shot themselves in the foot twice. Yeah. And now you're going to give Oklahoma a chance to win this game, go in, win the Big 12, do what they do every single year. I think that's how this plays out. So, yeah, I, I think Oklahoma gets it done. Can we ask? Can we answer a question? What is Dana Holderson doing with that hair? Is he? What is that look? That's uh, uh, West Virginia chic. Yeah, yeah. It's Trumpish. <laughs> he has no hair on the top of his head. Almost comb-overish. He doesn't care. Like that's the best part. He just doesn't care. The okay, lack of I got caring. The line. What? Memphis is minus seven and a half at Houston, and I'll book it for you. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me bet this right now. Come on. Is it seriously the only favorite by seven and a half? Paulie, I don't know if you should be booking bets on the air. No, I'm saying book it. Like, in, can I get a ching? It's my my turn. Thank you. And I'm I'm with Jeff on this. I was waiting for the line to get up. You know, SMU and Memphis somewhat play this same kind of game, and they played a, a, a nip and tuck battle game, which a lot of people thought was going to be high scoring. I think they went over that game. It was like 70-something. And it ended up being like 28. It was a low-scoring game, 28-16 or so. But SMU put up over 570-something yards of offense on Houston. Memphis can run all day. Houston cannot stop the run. And the best part about this is, is Houston just blasted the Tulane team, so it will look even better. And so they hang up the dreaded 7.5 line that you don't want to punch. And I'm with Jeff here. Um, I was going to play. You know, this is going to be one of my picks. I, I just, I think Memphis is the real deal. Seven four, they're a solid team, but they're the one of the best rushing teams in the nation. It was a reason why I somewhat played Navy last week um, um, against Tulsa. Is that you know Navy and Memphis are up there in rushing, and Tulsa was bad, so that was my angle there. And I just think they do run all over Houston. Memphis averaging six point. Uh, three five yards a carry. That's good for third in the country. I think Houston's without their start. Look, their start quarterback mm-hmm. has played well this season. They lost and the him. Best defensive players out. Yes, and I think Ed Oliver might come back. Um, they're saying he's not going to play though. They're saying he might. They might. Yeah, they got bowl. They would him for the bowl. Yeah, I, I know that. I think there are people in his life that don't want him to play, but I think he yeah, because they uh, want him for the draft, right? Of course, no, I, I, yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm just saying that I think he, <laughs> he, he wants to play. We'll see if he um, wins out in the end. I think so. I think Memphis here at home, they played actually fantastic at home this year. If this was on the road, I'd feel differently. But this game being at home, um, really, I, 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 I cannot love this game uh, anymore. Did you find the line? I, I can't. I'm trying to find it on multiple things. I. If it's up it's there. It's on our app. It's not on the app. You don't have it on our app? No. No. 
I got a special app. <laughs> Jesus. He must have a special app because it's not on. Uh, if you if you have it, then we're, we're playing it. So No, it's on my action app. It's just like I, I have the key to the engine to this place. You guys don't. Have fun. Fine, fine wow. with me, buddy. If it's if it's out there somewhere, it's out there somewhere. I'm good with that. <laughs> All right, um, blackjack finishes out, buddy. All right, Jeff. I am going back to the NFL slate. I'm going a Sunday afternoon, and I'm looking north to Buffalo, New York. The Bills hosting the Jaguars, taking the Jaguars minus three and a half. Let's not forget, just because they didn't play last week, that the Buffalo Bills are the worst team in football. They may have gotten a win off of the Jets, ill-prepared. Matt Barkley came in, had the game of his life, whatever, don't care. The Jaguars, with Fournette back healthy, are going to obliterate and hurt the Buffalo Bills physically, mentally, and emotionally. Lay the three and a half with the Jags. I saw this line and absolutely love it. Um I agree with you here with, with what Barkley did. But here's the thing. The Jaguars, even though they lost that game, their defense on Sunday played really well. Like Their defense yep. played what we expect them to play. One thing I love doing with, with Buffalo games, by the way, is I take the team total under. It's like my, one of my favorite bets to play every week. <laughs> I've, I think I've hit like 4-1 doing that this year. Like The Barkley game was... I agree with you. Just like we're just, just like we're picking Colt McCoy against yep. the Redskins. Matt Barkley, Brock Osweiler. The first game guys start, they tend to really focus in and do a great job. The coaches get really creative with game planning. That's that's out the window now. Give me Jacksonville. I like this play. Yeah, it's a bold play. Um, to play the Jacksonville. It's bold to bet against the Bills? It's a bold play to play Jacksonville against anything. Those two teams together um, would be like just two ugly people dating. That's just it. <laughs> Let's not forget these two teams met in a playoff game last yeah, that's, year. Is that, a is playoff that, game. That's crazy. The only argument I have with you is that the Cardinals might be worse than the Bills. No, no, there's it's, no one worse close. than the Bills. Absolutely not. It's not close. Okay. It's not close. Well, well the, the Buffalo Bills are the, the worst Cardinals team in football. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But the talent on the field is not. It's not close. I don't think it's close either. I think the Bills, even off a of bye, I don't trust them at all. All right, guys. Nine-team parlay. It's a, it's a wacky nine-team parlay. Let's go over it. Washington State, minus three and a half against Washington. That's on Friday night. I also have Atlanta, plus 13 against New Orleans. That is on Thanksgiving. It's the last game on Thanksgiving. I'll be just stuffed full of Cajun deep-fried turkey. Can't wait. Oh, the smell just is like I can smell it now. The peanut oil with the skin. Oh, my God. I have Oklahoma <laughs> plus one against West Virginia. I think they win that game outright. Pauly, you have Detroit Lions Thursday plus three and a half. You have Michigan minus four in the big house against Ohio State. This, I think they finally get this, get this win. Memphis minus seven and a half against Houston starting a backup quarterback. Blackjack, we love when you fill in, buddy. Washington plus seven and a half. On Thursday night, uh, the traditional game in Dallas on Thanksgiving. NC State minus six at UNC. We know UNC two and eight. They're ready to, to go home and pack it up. And lastly, Jacksonville minus three and a half at Buffalo on Sunday. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Favorites. We have shows every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Check out our website, actionnetwork.com. If you bet our parlay, share your betting slip. Hashtag favorites parlay on social and tag at Action Network HQ, you can win uh, $20,000 as well with us. Blackjack, Paula Duca, thank you 
for joining me as usual. See you guys Wednesday when Chad talks to Scooch. Till next time.